There's no ministry man you can Oh, it's coming. It's coming. Alright everybody, so let's get this thing popping. Good morning everyone and welcome to the Mac, Jack and Jim Big Football Show. We're on today instead of tomorrow so that uh, everybody has uh, their their Christmas day off, which we're taking and we wish you a Merry Christmas. Uh, and uh, so let's get the show started guys. Um Let's start with some NFL news. Uh, my favorite quarterback on the Eagles, Garden uh, Minshew, is playing, starting in place of uh, Hertz. Hertz is Hertz got a bad uh, shoulder, and uh, so they're going to save him and and get him ready for the playoffs. So, Pags, this is your team. What do you think about Minshew starting today's game? I don't think it matters. I think I think that Dallas Dallas by uh, by. Uh, Poop in the bed last week against Jacksonville uh, made it made this game worthless. You know what I mean? It's not like it's worthless. It, it, it's still a marquee matchup. It's still the game of the week. They can't even figure out who else is playing. They seem like, like all the media is talking about this game specifically. Uh, Gardner Minshew, Gardner Minshew is really excited to play in this game, and you know it's you know. I don't think I don't think it's going to matter. I don't I don't think it's going to matter as much at all. I I think that, and I agree because it's not going to really matter because the Cowboys are going to win. First of all, Minshew is not the answer, or he would have beat out Jalen Hurts. Everybody talks about this Minshew mania. It's no not real. Hurts is dangerous. Jalen is because he can run the ball. He can really run the ball. That takes away from. Philadelphia without uh, Hertz being in because Hertz is a obviously he's a double threat where Minshew we know that he's gonna have to now the issue is I don't know I don't know let's 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 talk about that for a second because you have you have Minshew and then you have Joey Lawrence I mean I'm not Joey Lawrence Trevor Lawrence I I you know one's an actor one's you know plays a football player uh so but you guys couldn't beat him you know, and you can make whatever excuses that you want to make. You were up yeah, by 17 points, but what happened? What happened? That's what it is. You went down. You went down. You know, and Dak, Dak, you know, in overtime, I guess he One interception was his fault. The other one wasn't. And I'm not making excuses for him, but I guarantee you he'll play better this week. Their issue is defense. And I've always and I've always said that they got a problem against the run. No, 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 no. Don't blame it all on the defense. Blame this. You get, no. Half of this blame goes on your offensive coordinator who decided that I want to pass, 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 pass after having a seventeen point lead. Hey, yo, let's. In fact, let's go. Let's talk about the first three plays well, before that interception. Let's talk about the interception. Let's talk about the interception. The pick six. You know. Let's talk about the pick six. Let's talk about that pick six to lose the game. What happened the first three plays previous to that? What happened to the three plays previous to that? 12, really 12 yards, six yards, six yards. All rushing the ball. Let's pass the ball then. 
12 yards, six yards, six yards, all rush of the ball. But let's pass the ball because you I'm smarter play. than everybody else. I right? can't do that. But the defense <laughs> should have held them. It was on the defense. You can say what you want, but the defense is not playing. So how's your defense? If you guys can't stop Trevor Lawrence, how are you going to stop Gardner Minshew? Because Gardner Minshew's got a lot more weapons than Trevor Lawrence has got. Good All morning. Right? Hey, 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 hey. Good morning, Keith. He almost morning, beat, the, he almost beat the Eagles, the greatest wow. team that's ever been formed. Hey, listen, hey, and, but he did. Hey, that's what happens, though. He guys, lost. Guys, he lost. Guys, like the Cowboys guys, 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 it's Christmas time. It's Christmas. I'm happy to see everybody in the holiday. Merry Christmas, Keith. Let me let me tell you something. Both Jeff Cohen and Pags are falling into a terrible trap. Uh, with the anniversary, the Immaculate Reception, it reminded me when the Steelers won their first Super Bowl. The week before they beat the Raiders to, in the AFC Championship game to go to the Super Bowl, the Raiders played the Miami Dolphins, who were considered far and away the two best teams. The Dolphins were the two-time Super Bowl champions defending. The emotions were high for that game. After the Raiders beat the Dolphins in the thriller, they were flat the next week. That's what's going to happen to both Pats and Jeff Colt with the Eagles and the Cowboys because the Giants are ready like sharks. Yes, yes. The winner between the Eagles and the Cowboys, they play in the playoffs and the Giants are next. Giants in prime position to beat either one. Right. Jack, well, the only one that's making sense is <laughs> so good morning. Good morning. Merry good morning. How you doing today? Merry Christmas to you too. I don't and, know. Uh, of prerequisite before this show, I would have got started early. Frank is Frank is already. I know Frank. Frank Frank can try to talk whatever he wants. The fact that he's like 214 years old, and the moment I touch him, he's going to fall apart. <laughs> But that's all right. That's all right. I know that he's he's still got that boxer mentality, you know. Yeah. So he, you can keep thinking we. It's good to have hopes and dreams, Frank. I don't know. I don't know. Pack. I don't Frank know. Frank is still working. I'm going with Frank. Frank still works out. Uh, he can get with this, or he can get with that. These ads are big, pretty big. It was so nice when he was in Dallas last time. And he just throws hot air on there. So I'm gonna go with Frank. I think Frank. Yeah, Frank do listen, Frank playing. still works out. And just think, like just like your pick last week, you'd lose. I heard. I heard. I'm I'm skeptical because I heard the odds favor packs, but we should get back to football. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. As yeah. as Frank says, Eagles won Super Bowl. Big whoop. So, you know, he's he's supporting the Eagles as you as you mentioned, Pags, and uh, you know, you're going to be embarrassed when you hit me when Come I on, when get, let's get the football here. Yeah, <laughs> Frank, Frank's trying to try to start something up. He listen, I'll be like, like oh, Come on, I mean, the yes, yes, yes. That's what it says. Mac, Jack, and Jim, big football show. Uh, so, Keith, you know, I was. Uh, I was talking about Pags, my favorite quarterback on the Eagles, of course, is Gordon Minshew. Of course uh, it Mr. Must Yeah, Mr. Mustache himself. Um, so, um, you know, 
Jim thinks it, it really doesn't matter. Dallas is going to win. It doesn't matter where they start. And Pags thinks that, you know, that, uh, you know, the Eagles are going to win, of course. So, uh, you know, Mitchu, Mitchu, I think, is a little, maybe a little bit better than Zappy. I got Zappy in right away, Keith, on you. So. Thanks for getting that out of the way. No problem. No problem. So let's um, – let, what do you think about the game? I don't think the game – you know what? It's a lot of hype about nothing because the game really means nothing in my mind. What's it mean? They're both in the playoffs. They're probably both going to see each other again in the playoffs, and that's when it will matter. I, yeah. I think the Cowboys will have a chance to win this game. I think it will be a good game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout either way. Um, Minshew, I, I agree with Jim. You know, Gardner Minshew is just a folk you know, folklore hero. I mean, you know, can he win a game? Yeah, he can get hot, but you better hope Hurts gets. I think this is, a, I, I, so I, uh, if there's anything about That's this game problem. that actually you gives any significance, <laughs> if there's anything about this game that I think has some significance is the fact that this is an audition for him to possibly get a starting job and get traded for next year. That's, that's the way he's still got another year on his contract here. So I think that he could possibly, if he played a really great game, if he had a really great game. I challenge that statement, uh, Pags. There you go. I challenge that. Mitchell will stay with the Eagles. Uh, The Eagles know they got a good quarterback. If he had a chance to get a quarterback, he would have got one this year. So I don't think he's got it. I don't think he's ever going to be. I want to say something that I want to touch on very quickly. See, Jack's point is muted, as uh, Frank has oh. asked me to do. <laughs> so, well, right, I have a question. Well, Frank friend. knows I switched over to PAX, but, let, but getting back to football, though, uh, did you see Tyler Huntley was named an alternate to the Pro Bowl? What a the joke. Backup quarterback for the Ravens? That is ridiculous. Wow. I, it, makes, it is stupidity. It makes it's, no sense. The Tyler, Pro Bowl. Is it a bigger indictment on the Pro Bowl selections or the play of quarterbacks in the NFC? It's or, the Pro Bowl selections. That's a, that a is awful. He's thrown for 400 yards on the whole season. Yeah. And he's been a, he's been a so-so backup. So-so. You know what? They stopped playing it, it, this game. It makes game. no sense. They stopped playing this game. Now it's time to stop picking the teams because this is just ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. How do you not have Christian McCaffrey in there? Yeah. And I'm just going to say, he's probably one of the most dynamic Running backs in the NFL right now. He'd have been a better pick for the fourth alternate at quarterback, too, by the way. Yep. Hey, listen. <clears throat> just, one, just one word. You know what? Jim got stiffed from the Pro Bowl his whole career. 107 sacks, and it's not given a Pro Bowl selection. Dumb, I mean. Not, not you, yeah, Jim. Not no, I understand what you said. It is what it is. Yeah, I mean, you had no control over that, so you don't yeah. worry about uh, it. made no sense. No sense. And Merry Christmas to you, too, uh, Frank. Thank you. Uh, Merry Christmas. Hey, this is where I think Frank, Frank, Frank when are you going to get him with the straight arm or the hook? <laughs> I, I got the ref picked out, Pax. Don't worry about it. We're good. What, what is what is Frank talking about here? He says, I agree with Jim, but Mac, I, I imagine he meant Mac is still. He's attacking you, Mac. No, no, he's talking about he's talking about Christian McCafferty. Is because he? he's saying, but um, the tight end from oh. Detroit changed teams and he made it. Yeah, I don't think that's relevant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Rockwin Smith made it. Well, he made he made it because they could not they could not pick Ertz. Or not Ertz. They could not pick they could not pick Goddard uh because he was out 
during the selection process. He wasn't playing during the selection process. And because of that, they they have this rule that if you aren't if you weren't playing when they start the selection process all the way through to the end of the selection process, you can't be chosen. Also Listen, a stupid rule, by the way. Yeah. Frank Frank agree says McCaffrey, he was talking about and wherever he lands. Whatever lands, he's going to sleep, so he's still gonna lie. Hey, you know what, Frank? Frank, uh, you can just talk and bap, 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 all you want. Uh, yeah, I tell you what, first off, I, I can say take a hit. Second off, you don't want to get hit by this, you don't want to get tagged. All right, <laughs> can we? Can we make hey, for you. We're for both show. Fight, Jack. We're gonna put it on you. You know, you know, mixing, Jim, you're not mixing interesting Latourso and Pax are both Philly guys. You'd think. One was from Dallas. He ain't a Philly guy. Yeah. He likes to say he's, he's from Philly. Philly. He he's Philly. more from he's more from Central Jersey. He ain't even from South Jersey. He's from like Central Jersey. He calls it he calls it Taylor Pork Ham or something like that. He don't even he, he actually combines them both. I'm from Central Jersey. What? Yeah, exactly. So he don't even call it right. He don't even call it right. He calls it Canadian bacon. He calls it Canadian bacon. Hey guys, 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 Keith. Keith is the only one that's yeah. acting professional right now. Uh, Thank you, Keith, for bringing I just want yeah. to schedule this boxing match after the Super Bowl so Pags can see at least the Eagles win a second Super Bowl before this happens. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to be wearing the belt. I'm going to be wearing the Super Bowl belt to that yeah. match. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, we, we mentioned the one-year suspension already. Um, you know, of the uh, of the former Dallas Cowboy wide receiver uh, for gambling on on sports. I mean, he knows he's not supposed to gamble, Jim, right? Yeah, but it wasn't football. And right. like I said, there's a contradiction to me on how they manage this or hand out the penalties because what does the NFL promote? Sports. <laughs> right? It I'm is critical. Right. I, really? Listen, I agree. I agree. They're making tons of money off of it, too, right? Yeah, they're so, making a lot of money off of it. Yeah. So It's only a matter of time before somebody gets in trouble for actually betting on their sport as well. It's only a matter right. of time. They have. The guy well, Calvin, Ridley. Right? Oh, Calvin Ridley was suspended. Yeah. For, yeah. And then they traded him. What did they trade him to? Jacksonville, did Jacksonville. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think he's out of the league right now. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. Cut him. yeah. Okay. Well, Calvin Ridley had some mental health issues before yeah. that sympathy towards him. Yeah, because he lost money betting. Yeah, <laughs> I have mental health issues every time I lose money. Yeah, sure. what's up with your with your co-host? He was hoping you were judging inside the ring so he could knock you out too. I guess I, I work. It's a whole it's Man. a whole big promotion putting it together. I, I told you on the show yesterday. True story. I spoke to Don King a couple of days ago. True story. I called him up. And he gave me about 45 seconds of his time. And about 10 seconds of that was a Merry Christmas. He couldn't wait to get off the phone. So I couldn't get him to promote it. <laughs> so so oh, Jack, I, I mean, I've, got, I've got ties to celebrity boxing. But, you know, Frank's not really a celebrity. So. <laughs> wow. Jack, wow. Jack wants to go away from boxing. Jack, you want to go away from boxing, but yeah, you keep going back to it. I don't know what's going on. So um, back to football. <laughs> Aaron Donald is is out for the year, guys, uh, and that makes sense to me, right? Why? Who's out for the year? 
Aaron Donald yeah. with the high ankle. Aaron strength. Donald, yeah, 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 they gotta shut him down. The Rams are going nowhere. Agreed. Right, right. So that makes a lot of sense uh, that they do that. Big investment and, uh, and yeah. great ball players. Yeah. All right. So uh, I guess uh, we'll get to uh, the games today, guys. Wow, um, and you're always there. So, yeah, so how big, how big, how big of a loss? Real quick, as you were talking about the gambling, that wasn't there a Jets coach that was just uh, the wide yeah, receivers coach or something about. like that? Yeah, Miles, Miles, Miles. And, yeah. For that, a what type of loss is that going to cause for the Jets? What do you think, Jack? Uh, it had no effect on the Jets, period. He didn't. Bet on football. I mean, what? No, 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 no. I, I, I don't care that he didn't. Bet. He's no longer on the team right now. He got suspended from the league. What is that? How is that going to affect the Jets? They can't be any worse. The Jets are seven and eight right now. Any of us could coach them the next two games. <laughs> They're not making the playoffs unless they every all the balls bounce the perfect way, and that's a, that's a long shot. You know, the Jets weren't expected to be a playoff team going into the year. It was a building block year. I thought they'd go 7-10. and 10. I thought they were two years away from making the playoffs, meaning next year. But they got off to such a good start. They exceeded expectations, then came down to earth. They weren't expected to win at Minnesota and Buffalo, but they were expected to win at home against the Lions and the Jacks and to lose those two games. And yeah. I mean, this whole Zach Wilson thing is like, that's dominating the news here more than how the Jets are doing. And yeah. the question I was... I'm, yeah. challenging, I'm challenging that statement. You didn't say they were making the playoffs. You said they were making the Super Bowl next year. Next year. Right. Uh, the pro- if they get a... A free agent acquisition, someone like Aaron Rodgers, somehow what? a blockbuster deal to quarterback them next year. They'll go to the Super Bowl. Jack, if you look at it, for the last, what, 10 years, the New York Jets have been a graveyard for quarterbacks. They don't last. And let's be honest with it. I'm not saying they, it's been a graveyard. They drafted high, can't get a quarterback. They traded, they can't get a quarterback. There's right. something going on. Let me ask you this. I saw a story yesterday saying redrafting the draft from a couple of years ago. Jets would be going number two. If there could be a do-over, the Jacks would still take Trevor Lawrence number one, but it said the Jets would take Justin Fields at number two. Let's say Justin Fields was a Jet. The fans might be booing him in the beginning. Would he have gotten going? You know, good question. Yeah, it's a good question. Keith, I, I, I think Justin think? Fields would have done really well in New York. I, I really believe that. that I that, think he would have done better than Zach Wilson for sure. Zach well, Wilson is not a good fit for this city. He's, he's too no. immature. I thought he'd grow up this year, and he's not growing up. He's not He's not growing as a player, as a person, in, in any way you want to look at it. And he he's going to have to go somewhere else if he's going to make it. I think Justin Fields would have been more suited. Uh, to playing in New York and Zach Wilson coming from a, a big... But you know what I think the problem is? These scouting departments, when they draft players, they shouldn't even have these combines. Just judge what he's done in college and give him his medicals to see that he's healthy. That's all they need. Uh, you they get dazzled during the combines and they change their minds over and over. Let me ask you this question then. When you're drafting a quarterback, Justin Fields goes to Ohio State. 
Um, he transferred from Georgia. So Correct. he was in big, big programs. Zach Wilson went to BYU. And Zach Wilson played well at BYU. But the problem is, is would you rather play in the horseshoe or would you rather play up in Provo, Utah? He's never felt pressure like what he felt in New York. Yeah. No, and, and Justin Fields played under my microscope his whole college career. Exactly. So he'd have been a better point. Fit. Yeah. That's my point. Well, even uh, Matt uh, Jones, to a, a certain extent, yeah. he's played at Alabama. So he's played at uh, – and yeah. I'm not saying this always works because there's quarterbacks, obviously, that um, uh, play well in the NFL that haven't been in the big-time programs. Well, you know, the Jets knew about the questions about his character and his maturity, and they took him anyway. So, what is Dr. Paul's even telling me to mute your mic? Yeah, wow. who's Dr. Paul? This is is this Christmas Dr. Eve? Dr. Paul Semendinger from the Start Spreading. Oh, the news. wow, wow, he's getting con the least controversial guy of all is jumping into this. Yeah, I, I don't know what you Jack he thought we were having a debate show this morning, Mac. He's mad because he never sent him the memo that it was off. That could that could be, Jack. But I I just I'm just surprised that Dr. Paul's one of the nicest guys I've ever met, and he's telling me to mute your mic. So I don't well, know. Right right now, it's Christmas Eve. I know. Supposed to be joyful and happy. I agree. I, I agree with that. I don't know what if you start a jet game Thursday night, there's got to be a carryover for your jet fan. I mean, you don't get over it that quick. Your, your season's over. You're disgusted. It's hey, when you're a jet, you're a jet all the way from your first cigarette to your last high of day. Let me tell you, Jet folks, you'll, you'll know you felt this a lot of time after the Eagle game. You're right. Right, <laughs> and we and we all know. Well, let giant... me ask Pat's a question: Does this help a team like the Cowboys? They caught off. They they display some of their great players from the past, like Jim, before the game today. The the Cowboy players are aware they're there. Does that motivate them against the Eagles? The Cowboy players seeing guys like Jeff Coat, the alumni. No. No, in fact, I feel like that. That wow. I, I, you always watch. You always watch when there are these ceremonies of, "Hey, we're going to honor somebody," and usually the teams lose. The home team loses that game, and I don't know why that is. It's just it's yeah. You try to make some hoopla out of nothing, you know. Like, hey, listen, I'm sure people are happy to see Jim. But, uh, you know, until they put his name up there in, in the rafters, you know, he's not – you're not in the Hall of Fame or the the uh, the Ring of Honor right there, Jim? Wow. wow. <laughs> well, no, and I think that's probably more of a testament to Jerry Jones. It has more testament to Jerry Jones, not on Jim. You know what I mean? I think Jim – Jim, when you get 100 sacks – first off, to get 100 sacks in this league is difficult to do. In general, and Jim did it. He's one of he's one of only however many there are. There's many, many, many players who have played in this league who have not even sniffed a hundred sacks. But you know, so thing, Jack, Jack asked the question. They don't honor players. They let you know they come down on the field and watch them warm up, but they don't honor. They put you up on obviously the big screen, but they don't honor players during the game unless it's a alumni thing when they aren't a group. So that's that's not significant. The problem is with the Cowboys is is that until you win a championship, until you get in the championship games, 
then it's insignificant. And this right now, you see that. It's, and that's to be honest. It's insignificant because I found that out being a player from until you win championships, because they've won so many championships, you don't they don't look at you the same. You just come and go. I mean, even Demarcus Ware in his greatness, he won his Super Bowl in Denver. He didn't win it in the Cowboys. Anywhere else, Demarcus Ware would be in the ring of honor. But because he didn't win it, that's just the reality of it. There's nobody on that ring of honor who hasn't won a Super Bowl for the Cowboys. Hey, Jim, how old's your son? My son's 31. 31. Uh, so he doesn't remember you guys winning a Super Bowl? Oh, yes, he does. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Just because he was three years old when you guys won doesn't mean that he remembers anything. He well, remembers that. I, <laughs> I know there's hate because, hey, Philly finally won one. They're the last and listen, and listen, we won the last one in our division. That's Giants all right. Won. It's okay. And, and right won. now, right now, who's the best team in the league? Who's the best team in the league? Oh, wait. The 49ers. The 49ers. Everybody says that. Yeah, listen. Oh, yeah, hold on. But the 49ers are still looking up at us, right? We're still looking uh, up at us. Yeah, okay. You know what? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I mean, they lost four games. Seen a lot of teams. In that great was early position. on. Man. I've yeah. seen a lot of teams in great position at this point in the year and falter and not win the Super Bowl. So win the Super Bowl and you're the best team. Well, and guys, right. has, a team exactly. ever won a, has a team ever won a Super Bowl with their third string quarterback? Because if the Niners do it this year, it would probably be with Brock Purdy, their third string quarterback. Has any team ever won with a third stringer before? I can't recall that ever being the case. Sure. Either. I'm not sure. Uh, you, you could say Tom Brady, but he was technically they were accused kind of one and one a with with uh, Brock Cured uh, when Dunzo got hurt. He was really the best quarterback in camp that year. He's really the number oh. one quarterback, but he could have been considered a third string quarterback at that point. Yeah. Yes. Oh, interesting. So instead of going to the games, it's a little earlier. Like, uh, and Denver. by the way, good good morning and Merry Christmas to everyone that has that has commented. Uh, we haven't mentioned you like we normally do, but we're, we're, we're we see you and, and, and Merry Christmas to y'all. Would anybody uh, be aware this is a Christmas show, by the way? So far, what's that? <laughs> what's that? Like? Anybody be aware this is actually a Christmas show? Uh, no, I don't Look, think so. I, now, let me tell you something. Christmas Old school, is no, no, this, this show is going well. Old school was much better when players didn't like one another. You don't socialize with the opposition and all. I mean, you could shake their hand quickly when the game is over. But, you know, players have to butt heads. You're meeting you know, it. Yeah, but the problem you run into now is because of the salary cap, who stays on the team? Yeah. He's normally the quarterback in certain positions, but everybody's moving to different teams. Yep. And that's the issue you run into. You're playing against guys that you played with. I mean, you see it every week. Yeah, very true. You have the very same true. agents too at times. Yeah. You know, well, here's a, here's when you say that. I'm sorry, uh, Keith. All I was gonna say. Okay. The issue with the Cardinals, the general manager, he has the same agent as Kingsbury, who has the same agent as Kyler Murray. You got three of your big time guys that have the same wow. agent. Well, they can look for a job for all three of them at the same time. Uh, <laughs> That's true. Man, have you been here to Vegas from Kyler Murray? They said they're having issues because he's a selfish player. Yeah. Well, that's not big news. That's been since he's been in the league. So 
Um, you know, we we all talked about that already. I mean, you know, you you, you can't have a you can't have a quarterback that that it only cares about himself. You can't lead a well, team. Well, not only that, had they we you know, had they laws in there that he had to do the film study, maybe they'd have been a better team. Very true. <laughs> That's Very well. true. So, so Keith, you know, we talked about you know the possibility of Fields going to uh, you know, the Jets, and they didn't do that. Uh, do you feel? Do you feel that maybe the Patriots made the wrong move? That maybe they should have picked up somebody like Fields <clears throat> instead of. Uh, he was taken back. They yeah. Had a few picks later, they couldn't have gotten Justin Fields because the band traded up right. to get Fields. Right, if they um, moved up, to say if they could have moved up, Keith. Yeah, well, look, at, I'm not ready to give up about Mac Jones. I mean, there's a lot of uh, factors in play here with Mac Jones. I'm not ready to say he's not going to be able to lead this team and you know down the road. A lot of quarterbacks have these type of growing pains, especially with the problems that Patriots have with the coaching staff. You know that it, that's trying to help him grow. Um, I, I guess if I went back in time, which we can't do. I wasn't a big Mac Jones fan until they picked him. If you remember, I said he would right. never get picked by the Patriots, and I probably would have preferred Justin Fields at that time. But I still think Mac Jones is further along than Justin Fields at this point in time. So I think uh, I would have that. I'll stick the yeah. course. If we were to go back and do it again, I would stay the course. Morning, guys. Um, real quick, I think Justin Fields. Good morning, Robert. He's a unique talent, and that's the thing that everybody sees. And I agree with you. As a passer, Jones is yeah. ahead. Yeah. Uh, but as athletic, I have never seen what Justin Fields did last week. Great ass. Freakish. But Justin Fields is on the same path as Lamar Jackson. And that's scary because you see, we always talk about that. Jackson is a unique talent. Yeah. But he's starting to get banged up. Those quarterbacks get banged up, getting hit. They're not used to getting hit like a running right. back. You can yeah. say they really got running back skills, but they do not get hit on a consistent basis. Like and we really have yet to see a quarterback like that win the Super Bowl. That's right, true. Right. Good morning, morning Robert. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Morning, you, guys. You, Good morning, you guys, Robert. You and Keith, you and Keith are finally on without uh, – <laughs> Yes, I – You know, it's without – uh, yeah. it's, it's Christmas. Yeah. I didn't I didn't want to make Robert feel yeah. slighted, so I just – Hey, guys, for, uh, just a quick disclaimer. Due to these storms – uh, we've had power outages around the state. My power's been going out for 10 minutes at a pop to cut somebody oh, else's back on. If it goes out, I'll call you back in my car. I'll pull a Jamie there, except I'll be in my own parking lot instead of the parking lot of the stadium, brother. So if I go blank, you'll know. I hope happens. hopefully it's warmer outside where you're at than where it is uh, here. Here it's nine degrees. It, you know. It's about nine here, too, actually, Jamie. Yeah. Wow. Nine everywhere. <laughs> so we might I we might get an update. We might get an update. Yeah, we might get an update. And, and Robert's uh, sports fan, whether yeah. the sports stuff. It'll be a happen. car, but it'll be. I have to heat it up for a minute. But uh, uh, I'm sorry. Going. I'm sorry. Rob, I don't know if you can Rob, see it. It says seven degrees. <laughs> seven. Rob, yeah. You heard what they're doing in Cleveland? They're allowing the fans to bring in all these weather devices because it's going to be sub-zero, like electric blankets and other stuff. Wow. They're encouraging fans to come, you know, with all that stuff to warm up a little bit. 
It's crazy. Games shouldn't be played in that type of Oh, here we go. Here we go. I got a question. I got a question for you. So you're gonna so Jack, you're gonna be in Miami to go see the game. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to yeah. see an over under, an over under how many people are gonna be at the Rams Broncos game. I got the over under at about forty six. <laughs> Forty six thousand? No, people. people. Oh, I think <laughs> they, they, so. The Rams, the Rams have been begging their season ticket holders to yeah. give away their tickets. Yeah, to give away their tickets because they feel that the NFL is going to. I, I think. I, I swear to God, I believe that they are going to collect, uh, or they're paying actors to go to this game. I swear <laughs> to God. Because they do not want to make it look like that there's nobody in the stands. That'll be more than they're watching it on TV, by the way, 46. Well, why does LA have two franchises? That's the question. I mean, well, hey, hey, when you saw when they won last year, all the tens of hundreds of people that went out onto the streets, you know, it was like, uh, yeah, they were like, yay. So we won a Super Bowl. Nobody cares. Nobody cares in LA about football. So we bring up, we bring in Robert for the big stories. And by the way, Robert on Sports Scope, you got Keith that does TGI Sports Talk, and the Philly guy who has something like a hundred million viewers on. Uh, He's on, an angry uh, elf, I can tell you that. <laughs> so, so anyway, okay, Robert. So we we already discussed this. I want to get your thoughts on it. Um, you know that the the former Dallas Cowboy wide receiver. Has you know has been I guess suspended. Uh, talk about suspending for the year for for gambling, not on football games, but on other sports. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, Miles Austin, former. I wonder what happened to him. You know, he was dating one of the Kardashians, and I I never heard from him again. You know, like a lot of those guys that nobody ever they, does. Nobody ever does. I mean, I, you know how the. the the NFL is, uh, you've got a guy, a receiver there for the Atlanta Falcons suspended for a year. Now, that was gambling on football. When we've got the Pete Rose situation, uh, you just never want any kind of optics where it looks like you're fixing the game. It sounds hypocritical, but I understand where the NFL's coming from. And Miles Austin, you're a coach. You should know better, man. You're not some 20-year-old, 21-year-old rookie, you know. I mean, yeah. it's not yeah, the fixing, of the, game. really it's not not the fixing of the games that they are considering. It's actually the insider mm. information. Insider information, yeah. That's really what yeah. it comes down to, that you're going to be able to get a certain information you could you could find out between coaches. Like you just ask it, and they they said, "Hey, man, this guy came in hung over, man. He's just wasted or had too fun, too much fun last night. Small stuff like that could turn out to be bigger deals." Yeah, I don't think it really is. I mean, we could see what's going on. We could the inside information, injury reports. That's inside information. Not you know, really. I, agree I agree with him on that statement is, is that you never know who's betting on these games. And what if, um, just say, uh, use for example, somebody came, a quarterback came in and had a long night and he's got to play the next day and he was drunk all night or he was out partying. 
And I know Joe yeah. Namath. You're a Joe yeah, Namath. Yeah. But for the majority of guys, that's going to affect the game. Right. Or to, so, Mac will feel happy when I say this. What if what if somebody knew that uh, the Patriots only planned on playing Mac Jones for a quarter, right? And Bailey right. was coming in and somebody leaked that information. It has a big effect. Right. And, and, and you know that should happen. Bud Grant walked out. That's why I shorts. gave you that. Speed it up for you. Bud Grant walked out in short sleeves for the playoffs two years ago, a 90 degree uh, at 90. At 90. He was 90 years old. Yeah. Jack. Yeah, Jack, what do you think of that? I mean, here you, I, you are. Know, a, you know, it's funny, but ages ago, uh, wow, this was about 40 years ago, a friend of mine who lived in Cincinnati at the time went to the AFC Championship game, the San Diego Chargers against the Cincinnati Bengals, zero degrees out. And he told me the Bengal players ran out in short sleeves and the Charger players ran out like they were like frigid. And he said, and you're right, then the game was over. The Chargers right. were beaten. They just wanted to survive and get out of there. And Keith, so much is the mental Keith, attitude. Yeah, Keith, thanks for sharing the show. Uh, Excalibur Iron Force. CA. Joining us. Uh, loyal followers, CA. Good man. You're right. Um, well, thank you, you know, for joining us. We're, we're talking yeah. about young quarterbacks. The one young quarterback we hardly talk about who's given a pass, maybe because he wasn't given a first-round draft choice, but we're going to have an idea whether he has a future in the NFL, at least with the Titans, is now going to be Malik Willis. I mean, yeah. what's your read on that, Rob? The, the Titans are putting actually that playoff hopes <clears throat> Well, I, I don't have a lot of faith in it. I mean, just between us, I I know Vrabel don't have this attitude, but I'd kind of like to see him just lose the rest of the games to get a better draft pick. Uh, he's he's still very raw. Uh, could this be a break, a great come out party for Malik Willis? Maybe he's learned something that uh, that he that he may have missed uh, when he played uh, about a month ago or six weeks ago, I want to say, the two starts that he did have where he did actually beat Houston, but Tennessee's so banged up. I, I actually think Houston's probably going to beat Tennessee today. Uh, but I, I I don't have a lot of faith in, in Willis myself, but, hey, man, things can happen. I didn't have a lot of faith in your guy Jalen Hurts, Jamie, and, and look what he's done. Uh, you yeah. never know how hard a guy's working behind the scenes and getting better. I mean, whoever thought a sixth round pick would come in and, and beat out, uh, you know, Drew Bledsoe like that. Uh, he didn't start most of his college years, Tom Brady. You know, I just found that out the other day. Really? Oh, yeah, because he had those two other quarterbacks. There. Yeah, right. He was, he was, yeah, he was like a third stringer at Michigan, and I think he went in for the bowl game, and that's when everybody knew how you know, how, how more the competitor he was. You just never um, know about these guys, yeah. how hard they're working behind the scenes. Some guys that are big, high draft picks, you think that are putting in the hours, and then you see them on the field, yeah. and, and they look terrible uh, once they get that first check, you know? Well, you know what, and I yeah. think that that's, I think that I have to agree with you completely. You reap what you sow, you know? Yeah. And I, you know, I think about this, when you say that the first person who comes to my mind uh, with everything is Jordan Mailata, who was a seventh round pick. They took a flyer on him. Uh, they they hadn't really learned the game of football for the first three years because he was a rugby player. I mean, and so he winds up learning the game of football and now is an alternate, you know, along with 
everybody else on the Eagles offensive and defensive line, they, they all made the pro bowl as a pro bowl player or an alternate, mm. uh, that because he worked at his craft for three years, when you do nothing but work, eat and sleep football, you yeah. start to get better. And that's what Jalen Hurts did in the offseason. Yeah. Him and J him and AJ Brown, from the moment that we took them from you guys, they yeah. did a they did they showed a little clip of the two of them doing like a video chat where they were all giggly. And the last thing AJ before they cut the video, he goes, Let's do this. And and, and Hertz says, Say no more. Yeah. And that's it. And, and since then they've been put they they've been putting in the work. So when you put in the work like that, you see results. And that's what that's what some of these other quarterbacks need to learn. This is what this is what Zach Wilson is going to need to learn this offseason. Yeah. These are these yeah. are what these players, I mean, that's what you see what happened with Tua. Tua put in the work and you saw some of the results that came out of that. These yeah. are the things that happen that build champions. And that's you know, so he's got to put in the work. What about my boy Aaron Rodgers? Did he put in the work? No, and you see what's coming out. You reap what you sow. You reap what yeah. you yeah. sow. You're right. Robert, we have you on here for a fantasy update, too. I want to get to one yeah. uh, one thing for, from you. Uh, you have Minshew starting in, in place of Hurts today. Um, yeah. As far as fantasy goes, what do you think uh, Minshew uh, will bring to the table? I mean, is he going to uh, – should you play him or should you sit him? Well, uh, if you're if you're doing one of these daily uh, fantasy leagues like I do, it's very popular, guys. These daily fantasies are pretty much more popular in, in some circles than, than the old-fashioned draft. You can put in anybody. You, you pay a few dollars. You can play like a dollar team, a quarter team. It's not a big deal. But he, he's, he's fairly cheap, uh, really good offensive line there, uh, a good skill set of players. Minshew's got a lot of, uh, of experience. So I think he can have a decent day, and he's three or $4,000 cheaper than the top-end guy like a Patrick Mahomes, per se. So, yeah, I'm going to play him in one of my lineups today because of uh, his, his cost there. So fantasy, yeah, I could see him getting 18 to 22 points, something like that, two, three touchdowns. Uh, that's fine. Is he going to get all the rushing yards of Hurts? No, he's a different player. But, uh, hey, man, you got a great team. Dallas going to be holding their breath today. Uh, Jim, I saw you smile when Robert said he'll probably get three or four touchdowns. He already called. No, two or three. Two or three. All right, two or three. I don't play about three. 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 Well, first of all, Robert, you're going to be suspended because it doesn't sound like you're playing fantasy football. It sounds like you're gambling, and we have a strict <laughs> rule about gambling. <laughs> Adam yeah. Silver, the NBA said it's not gambling. Right. There you go. Only gamble when you lose. It's only gambling no, when no, you lose. No. no. I'm oh, just saying. Quotes, Jack. Uh, K1 Thibodeau from the Giants said, quote, Tell Jack Hirsch you like that. You like that. <laughs> I forgot. I got a pretty good game Sunday night. Listen, you're not going to hear from him again for at least three, four games. Yeah. He, he had Double down, game. Jim. Wow. Keith is the only one with the Christmas spirit. You want to know why? Yes. His mother before the game, and she asked him, explained to him, "This is prime time." He said so. Okay, and you know, and he's close. I like it, Keith. I like it. Reflects well on him. 
But the point is, it was prime time. He's got all the physical talent to be a great player. It's an attitude thing with him. It's a character thing with him. He only shows up for the big, big events. If the Giants yeah. are not getting the Super Bowl, he's going to be Super Bowl MVP. We're doing, you know, yeah, we're doing important because stuff he'll here. Show up, but he's not going to show up the next. Jack, Jack we're doing important stuff. Keith has his little Patriot guy, and I'm just clubbing him with the big giant guy. <laughs> you know? I, mean, oh, I actually stuff. like the Giants today, guys. Yes. I mean, with Leonard Williams and Thibodeau. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, get some I, I, I like the Giants defense. Get out of his own way. That's why Thibodeau was able to get him. Tyler, Tyler Henneke is doesn't know what he's doing. All right. Starting. You Look know, at the like eagle. You give a, a yeah. character guy like Kirk yeah. Cousins. Jack, you're doing. Jack, you're doing it again. Yeah. We have an eagle puppet. There you go. He's a hand puppet, I guess. Do you bring that to no. the game with you, Jamie? At, at all? Not at all. Here, guys. Pags, Pags. Who's a bigger threat to the Eagles ultimately? If either threat, the Cowboys or the Giants. I, I don't think either are a threat, but I, I would have oh, to go with God. I'd have to go with the Cowboys. Real. Why would you go with the Cowboys? The Giants the got Giants a better stink. defense. The Giants they got stink. a better defense than Dallas by, 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 by miles. See, they got a better defense. Uh, they don't make mistakes like Dallas makes. I mean, look at look at all the interceptions. Oh, hold on, hold on. And 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 what's their record? It doesn't matter. We're not talking about uh, okay, a record now. Okay. Uh, hey, hey we are. You this are who we season. thought you were. You are this who we thought season. you were. And uh, we, we beat you. And we started we... zero right now, Pags. So when your Eagles lose their first game, when your Eagles lose that first game. They and, lost. And, and when, yeah. Speaking, speaking from experience for a team, from a guy who had the best team in football twice and lost to nine and seven teams in the Super Bowl, I can tell there you, you know. what you wish there you for. There you go. Take care. They were ten Giants were ten and six one of those years. Really? All right, ten and six, whatever. And not this. Yeah, right. I'm enjoying this conversation, Robert. Go ahead. No, I'm just enjoying. Oh, oh. yeah, that's, that's oh, okay. true. I mean, if, if listen, yeah, they almost look right like earrings, now. Rick. Right, right. <laughs> but right? the thing difference between me and you, Pax, is I earned them. You're just going off the. Hey, hey listen, hey, listen, and hey, let's what? let's be for real. Let's be for real. I, I give the <laughs> utmost respect, you know, to guys that play in the NFL. I I had a conversation oh, with us Thomas. We were talking about it, and I, you know, it, it's like, and I started to bring up a couple of different things. And he's like, yeah, but you never played. I said, listen, you're right. I've never played. I have the utmost respect that you know I was never as good of an athlete to be able to make point. So the fact that you guys have, have been able to get there, uh, like I said, I have a ton of respect for the 107 sacks that you have, that the two Super Bowl rigs that you have, the fact that the team hasn't really been good since you left, you know, it, it's just, I, I'm okay with that because it's been, it's been my, my kids have no idea who the Dallas Cowboys are because it's, you know, they just don't care. Yeah, yeah. And I agree with you because I have no, you know, the Eagles could win the Super Bowl, but it's not a big deal to me because the Eagles are irrelevant to me. So, well, yeah, they could be as irrelevant to you as whatever because that's, I know that they're relevant to Jerry, though. They're relevant to Jerry. You know what's interesting? And this isn't to diminish Jim's career. He had a fine career, but we we hear about all the sacks. How many pressures did Jim have? 
They didn't do pressures stack. back then. How many times did he pressure the quarterback? That's not yeah. recorded. If he didn't put on pressures, the quarterback had more time to throw. What? What is? What is are that you an elf on the shelf? Here? I'm just realizing that. Is that an elf on the shelf? Uh, not really, but he's kind of the same uh, idea. I thought that's we were talking to Robert anyway. That's yeah, all. Yeah, right, I mean, what happened to I'm Robert? I'm having a good time. All right, good. That's all that matters. Chiming in. His opinion of this. How do you think? How do you feel about Tyler Huntley making the, an alternate to I the think pro? Tyler, is that beyond ridiculous? Oh, is he really? And that's what I saw. That's what I read this morning. Tyler well, Jack's reading Facebook. I think. I think Jack is reading Facebook. Posts. Yeah, I think he. I think I he read an XFL meme. I think you <laughs> yeah, something on me. I swear to God. Something you read, Jack. There is no way that he there's no way that he made it to the Pro Bowl. No, there's no way, Jack. I'm calling you out on it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Robert. We'll get him. We'll get him. See the challenge flag, Robert. We got it. We're challenging yeah. Jack. We're Boy, challenging Jack. Red flag here. Right. There's no way that guy's in a Pro Bowl, even though it's flag football. Any of us could play in that game. There's no way that he's in there. So uh Excalibur Iron Force with another comment. Always nice to able to get back out, back up playing time for playoff teams, especially at the green at green at quarterback position. Quarterback. Right. So, so are are we going to play Jordan Love or not, Robert? Are, are the are the Packers going to because the season is over? Play Jordan Love? Or are they going to stick? Season's with Season's not over. Oh no. Okay. No, they they have an outside oh, chance it's, to get it's in. Over. It's over. I mean, come on. I mean, I like come Miami, on. but that's going to be a good game uh, tomorrow, guys. It's one of the bigger games. I think Rodgers plays. Rodgers auditioning yeah, either to stay with the Packers or oh. to go to another team. And this, also, uh, Jack, I don't this, know where you're getting um, from Tyler Huntley. It's um, Joe Burrows and uh, Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> guys, guys, guys. I just looked it up. This is from a guy that Jim has enormous respect for. Adam Schefter reports that Ravens quarter. Th this is on the NBC app. That Ravens quarterback Tyler Huntley is the fourth alternate for the AFC Pro Bowl. One spot All right. Ravens okay. Fourth All right. Jeff. That makes now that makes NBC sense. Now that makes that, sense. I, that makes you had sense. him as a starter. So fourth I mean, alternate. I mean, so that means they got to go through three other alternates before they get to him. <laughs> it's flag football. It's all it's the NFL. Play. It's the entire it's NFL. Facts. It's flag football. It, it works. How do you think I got on this show? I was like fourth alternate. <laughs> yes, you were. Uh, yes, Jack. Yes, you were. So Robert, yeah, it, was shame, it was a shame number two and three just didn't answer the phone. They didn't recognize yeah, the number. What happened was is Frank knocked out the other alternates, and that's what's got you on the show. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. So anyway, uh, we'll, we'll put Excalibur's uh, uh, comment. Rogers is starting tomorrow. They're not going to get yeah. Pack yeah. lose yeah. the fish. The big game tomorrow. Right. Big game if tomorrow. Packs, if Pack lose uh, lose to the fish, Love will get his opportunity. I think Listen. that makes sense. I'll be rooting hard sense. for Aaron Jones for the first time, like in forever tomorrow night. <laughs> right, right. So that does oh, make sense, help right? Yeah, do that's lose, true. If they do lose, they're they're out of it, and Love will get some opportunities. I think that makes yeah. sense. I'd like to see Jordan Love, honestly. I think he should yeah, play tomorrow. Yeah. Actually, for Jack and my benefit, he should play tomorrow. Let me, let me tell you how disrespected Jordan Love is. When he started the game a couple of years ago in Kansas City against the Kansas City Chiefs. 
They had his mother and his fiance sitting in the last row, last row of the stadium. Can you believe oh, wow. that? Yeah, that is wow. disrespectful. That's very disrespectful, Robert. Yeah. So let's let's get to a little bit of uh, sit or or play, and we'll start okay. with my team. Of course, the Giants at Minnesota. Um, I I guess it. We'll, we'll start with Daniel Jones. <laughs> You're killing me, bag. We'll play. start with Daniel Jones. Uh, <laughs> sit or play, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I would probably play Jones. Look at the points yes. they gave up last week. Yes. You know, he's going to get some rushing yards. I would play Richie James, Darius Slayton. I don't know if I would play a Barkley, per se, uh, if I was doing a cap league. I mean, if you drafted a high-end guy like a Barkley or Derrick Henry, play him, you know. But uh, I, I would play the Giants defense. I would play the receivers, two to actually play with better, uh, uh, you know, better fantasy value. If you want to be, right. you need to be actually specific. All right. So, so of course, um, you know, the, the, the pack, uh, the Packers, the Minnesota quarterback, yeah. uh, he, uh, he gets sacked a lot and the giants are going to kill him. Right. And, and sack him. I would think he'll get a few sacks at least tomorrow against them. So with that weak offensive line, are you going to play? Are you going to play uh, the, the Vikings quarterback? Uh, probably not, but if I drafted a guy like a Justin Fields or Justin Jefferson, excuse me, you play him every week as his targets. Sure he leads the right. league in the yards, by the way. So they're going to get go. him the ball. Guys like KJ Osborne, uh, they're, they're, they're going to get, he's going to get those guys the ball. Robert, do you play right, St. Brown right, this week from Detroit? Amon St. Brown against yeah. Carolina. Yes. Uh, Carolina's pretty decent at the corner position, but he, he's one of those high-end guys that gets targets no matter what. Uh, Amon right. St. Brown, he, he's really – so, and they're on the road. Quarterbacks typically uh, throw the ball more on the road than they do at yeah. home. How about uh, Mari Cooper this week? Amari uh, Cooper. I forgot who Cleveland's playing. Um, They're playing New Orleans. New Orleans? Yeah. Uh, If you had other options, I would. I would look at those. I don't think Lattimore's – I'm not sure if Lattimore's going to play this week or not. I don't think he is. But uh, if you had other options, I I would look at other options. Wow. Let's go to New New England's team. Uh, New England England is playing at home against Cincinnati. Cincinnati, so, yeah. Mac Jones, do you play him or do you sit him, or do you or, or do you play uh, or do you play Zach? <laughs> well, if I if, I, if it's down to Mac Jones, I'm probably in trouble. You're right, right. right. I, I would probably pick up Gardner Minshew on the waiver wire. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All I would right. not take Mac. No, no offense. I just kind of call balls and strikes, Keith. So one of the things that I'm seeing, one of the things that I happen to be noticing uh, this week is that the NFL's over-unders are much lower than I've seen in a long time. We've got a game, the Saints and the Browns have an over-under at 32. 
You have 34 and a half between the Falcons and the Ravens. Uh, you have 35 and a half between the Titans and the Texans. At 37 and a half between the Commanders, 49ers, and 38 between the Raiders and Steelers. When you have that many games under 40 points, uh, I, I the, obviously the NFL thinks that there's not going to be any scoring today. Yeah, at all. Weather Back takes quarterback big, play. Quarterback yeah. play and weather is what's driving that. Yeah, yeah, very true, very true. Yeah. So I think uh, I think I would take the over under on turnovers today on every one of these games. Turnovers, a lot turnovers, of options turnovers. At defense, guys. A lot of options yeah. at defense. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. I, I I think it's of course it's going to be harder to catch the football out there. Fumbles are going to be happening. Um, you know, interceptions are going to be happening. So I think the uh, turnovers are something you need to you need to take a look at if you're going to bet them, uh, bet anything. Uh, so. We discussed it before, the Eagles and uh, their defense. The Eagles' defense, you know, I give them credit. They're one of the best in the league. Um, you know, they, they they play the run well. They rush the passer really well. Um, would you be playing them today, Robert? Well, I mean, you got to look at um, Dak Prescott's uh, interceptions the last few games. You get points for those interceptions, guys. And if, if, if somebody scores there, that, that's six more points. If you get like a pick six, uh, you know, both can be true. I think Dallas maybe pulls off a close win, but uh, the Eagles defense could have a decent day. Both can be true in some cases. Right. But they would be one of my top defenses. It would be like Baltimore or somebody like that. San Francisco, uh, do you think San has the best defense? Huh? San Francisco? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, San Francisco, they're going to get after it. Uh, they got holes in their secondary. Terry McLaurin's got a good – he's got a good matchup there. Jalen Dotson has got a good matchup on that back end. But they're going to get some sacks there and uh, probably get a pick or so. Uh, but they may get a fumble. And, and the overall points, I don't think they're going to allow that many points. Well, guys, Chase Young is start, Chase Young is starting yeah. today for the Redskins. Yes, that is so that, that should improve. Uh, uh, the, the front line a lot, yeah. And uh, you know, San Francisco uh, will have a game today. I think San Francisco wins, but it's going to be a good game, a good defensive game if you like, right? That. Yeah, so all right, so uh, guys, let's let's get to the standings, uh, real quick. Uh, real, before you before you change topics, I got to jump to start my show here in a minute and a half, so I'm going to okay. wish you guys a Merry Christmas, all right. Merry, and, Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Have a safe and joyous one. Good holiday, Keith. Take care. All right, buddy. So, folks, Keith Daniel with TGI Sports. Uh, great show, great host. So, let's get into the standings. Of course, uh, the Eagles just ran away from, from everybody in the East and Head. They're at 13-1. Dallas at 10-4. New York Giants at 8-5-1. The interesting thing about this, uh, Jim, is that the Giants are now, what, a game and a half or two games behind uh, Dallas now, they could move because up and take second place. What's that? Oh, uh, yeah, the tie is hurting them against right. Washington. Right. But 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 there's possibility that they could come, go up and take second spot away from Dallas, Jim. That is always Especially after they lose today. Yeah. Well, I doubt that. That's not going to happen today. But um, right. the Giants, I, you know I like the Giants. I like what they're yeah. doing there. The ball, he's doing a good job. I don't think the Giants are going to win today. Myself, though. personally, right. I think Minnesota's going to beat them. It's going to be a tight right. game. Right. Minnesota's going to come out on top. 
Yeah, Matt, I all I know is Max said the Giants would come in the, his preseason pick third place in the division, make the playoffs as a wild card, and then go on a run and win the Super Bowl. That was Max's prediction at the beginning of the year. And um, so, Kenny Galladay will be the uh, MVP of the Super Bowl. I Listen, anything's possible. I, I you know, no I'd be happy if the Giants just win one playoff game. I'd be happy as heck. It'd be a real great season for the Giants. Yeah, honestly, did anybody think the Bengals were going to be in the playoffs last uh, Super Bowl? Yeah, nobody. Uh, I, yeah. Once, once they beat the Titans, yeah. yeah, it became it became one of those situations where I thought you couldn't bet against Joe Burrow's. You know, and yeah. that's that's yeah, but that's what it came that, down nobody to. Even, they thought the Titans were a lock. Yeah, we got no. Yeah, it's a bummer. <laughs> so you really don't know. It's so, early still. Yeah, because some teams, just like we've said on this show, some teams get hot, and you'd be shocked. Yeah. But they're in this position, you know, right. just like San Francisco's been right. hot for the last couple of weeks. They've had some um, good segue, great matchups for them. Yeah, great, great, great segue there, Jack. Because I want to. I mean. Jack, Jim, you guys look a little like uh, San Francisco at 10 and four, Seattle, seven and seven, Arizona, of course, Arizona and the Rams are out of it. So let's discuss San Francisco, Jack, 10 and four, best defense in the league, maybe the best running back uh, running game in the league. Their quarterback is out of this world for a rookie quarterback to do what he's done this year uh, has never happened before. So San Francisco Probably against the Eagles in the championship. Do the San Francisco 49ers go to the Super Bowl, Jeff? Uh, they just might, but it's, let's not get carried away with Brock Purdy, you know, third string quarterback. He's done really well to this point, but we tend to get carried away with backup quarterbacks. They did it in Dallas with Mike White. There was some talk. Should he replace Dak Prescott? And then Mike White lost his one game before Dak came back. Mike, so that, wait, 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 that, Jack, 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 no, Mike, no. White not, Mike White doesn't play. No, 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 uh, Cooper Rush, I'm sorry, right. Cooper, Cooper Rush, yeah. Cooper Rush, and they're doing it with Mike White in New York, yeah, as far as whether he's going to be their franchise quarterback, but that nine of defense is so, so good, and they, you know, and if you're asking me for a long shot Super Bowl MVP, if I had to put my money on someone now, a long shot, I'll put it on Christian McCaffrey, okay? I could yeah. see the Niners going on this magical run. I could see them playing the NFC Championship game, sorry, Jim, at Philadelphia. And I give them a good chance because they truly have an elite defense, okay? They yeah. truly have an elite defense. And we tend to forget in this league, if you have a great defense, I mean – it, it goes a long, long way because the offensive lines in the NFL, for the most part, is so weak. So yeah. especially if you can pressure, you know, a less than elite quarterback, you have a heck of a chance of uh, winning that game. Yeah, I know. Let me ask you on Brock Purdy. Uh, I just want to ask real quick. Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl with Baltimore because they had an elite defense. And Purdy is a manager. He manages a game, and you say, well, he does have a lot. Debo Sanders will be back by the playoffs. Yeah. Randy yeah. and Ayuk is playing, and you got Kittle and obviously McCafferty. So 
it's not out of the realm of possibility that the 49ers, but the problem you have is now, if you do go to somewhere like Philadelphia, you're going across the country. And you say, well, that's not a big deal, but it is a big deal. Right. It is a big deal. Yeah, I agree with that. Merry Christmas to Excalibur. Uh, yeah. Thanks for being part of the show today. Um, so let's, let's talk about Seattle a little bit. They're still alive very much. But got a real tough game uh, coming at up today. Kansas City, yeah, Kansas City. City. Yeah, I I think Kansas City will probably win that game. Um, And if they lose, and Carolina or Detroit loses, loses maybe all three teams. The Giants are in the playoffs. So, um, what do you think? What do you think, Jim? Do you think Seattle has a chance at being Casey? No, I don't. I I think. Kansas City will beat them, but I have my concerns about Kansas City, their defense. And yeah. you know how it goes to um, when it gets into playoff time, you better pack your defense because yeah. that's going to make a difference. You're not going to see these games like we've been seeing the last couple of weeks where guys, uh, teams score 35, 40 points. They're going to be closer and tighter, and those defenses have to be ready for this, and they have to understand you got to play at a high level because this is one and done. This is right. one and done. Right. You know, there's another thing, Mac. If Buffalo stumbles in the first game and gets eliminated in the playoffs, if Kansas City should be left with uh, Cincinnati, it, it's extra important that to Kansas City they stay the one game ahead of Cincinnati because Cincinnati has a tiebreaker. So they don't want the AFC Championship game played at Cincinnati because that mm-hmm. would heavily favor the Bengals. Yeah, because yeah. uh, what, what did I say? Since 1986, Kansas City hasn't won in, in, um, in Cincinnati. Jim, is it really that big of an advantage to play oh, yeah. at home? Wait a minute. Play at home during the playoffs. You know, the, the, the visiting team comes in. They're all business. They're with each other. But the home team. They're, you know, they're they're visiting the families. They're getting tickets. They're doing all this other stuff that the visiting team really doesn't worry about. There's times, and you would say that, but it kind of relaxes you being at home because you know after the game you can just go out of the stadium and get the opportunity to celebrate Christmas. And right. people say that's not a big deal, but normally all the things that, like you just said, are done days before the game. And then you can right. focus on what you have to do in the game. All right. So Baltimore, I'm gonna to talk to you to Robert about Baltimore yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Baltimore, you know, they got they got that second string quarterback that's not playing terrible. Yeah. yeah, they still they still got a, a good running game. They still got a, a good defense. I mean, what would you say to them end up playing Kansas City for the championship? Oh wow. Well, I mean you look at the unsteadiness of Lamar Jackson's health issues. Uh, Kansas City, uh, they, they've got they got injuries at cornerback actually for uh, Baltimore. Uh, I think Kansas City can outscore them even in the cold. They're pretty good up front, uh, but yeah, you're right, Jim. Kansas City, they're very weak on the back end. I, I, I think Cincinnati would beat them again, and yeah. I think I think Buffalo would beat them again. Uh, they just got the quarterback play to do it. Uh, Cincinnati's in good shape, though, going forward. I mean, they, they just need a little help at that at position. Uh, no fall off after getting rid of Tyreek Hill. And can I chime in on that Brock Purdy uh, 
situation. Uh, last quarter, as far as as a rookie quarterback has ever taken a team, uh, Ben Roethlisberger, AFC Championship game, 2004. They did get to the AFC Championship game. That team was 15-1. and one. Very similar to this 49er team. Really good defense. Really good running game. Tons of veterans. But they came up short against the Patriots that year. So no, no, no. My point, Rob, Ben Roethlisberger was an elite prospect, number one draft choice. Yeah. Brock Purdy, we don't know about. Jim's example about Trent Dilfer. That happens once every 20 years. So, yeah, yeah Brock, that gives it a 5% chance. I only but he wasn't a rookie. Different different wasn't a rookie. Right. I know. And yeah. he's a that, rookie that's my thing about the whole Purdy. rookie. I couldn't see a rookie going on the road to Philly and win. Even, even yeah. if Gardner Minshew is the quarterback for Philadelphia, that would be a – it would be a first, guys. It would be a first. I mean, trends are made to be broken. I just like to talk about precedent, you know, not that we're in court. You know, you know what really impre- impresses me about the Kansas City Chiefs and the coaching staff is they continually rebuild, they continually change their schemes. This year they're more of a running team than they've ever been. Yeah, that's they're true. spreading the ball yeah. around more than they ever have. Uh, Jim's mentioned their defense, but when they get in the playoffs or they get in the Super Bowl, the defense shows up. So, I mean, who do you think, Pags, is better at, at putting a team together than, than Andy Reid and his coaching staff? Well, I think that the one thing that Andy Reid does better than anybody else right now in the NFL, and you probably could have said the exact same thing uh, about uh, Tomlin, is the consistency in the coaching. He doesn't waver the way he coaches. So you know what you're getting with him. When you come in as a free agent, you're able to get in line pretty quickly because everybody else on the team has been there. So they know exactly how things are and the team, your teammates actually help you conform to the system so that you have no choice but to buy in because everybody else has bought in and it's been a level of success for so long. I think that's what but Tomlin has done as well in Pittsburgh. Now, obviously, this year's a little bit of a different year because he's got no quarterback. But they're they're even trying to still make sure that you know they're they're given every fighting chance that they have for him not to go and go under five hundred this year. Yeah. So yeah. it's I mean they're 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 going tooth and nail, and it's that's not simple to get at production from 53 guys to pull in the same direction as we've learned in this year's NFL to do that. And I, I, the NFL doesn't have many coaches that everybody is pulling the same page. And I think that that's, that's why you see the consistency out of Andy Reid's teams. That's why you see uh, things happen out of Pittsburgh's teams for the most part. You know what I mean? That even now they're fighting with everything they have to make sure that Tomlin doesn't go under 500. And that's, you know, that's commendable. You know what I mean? That's commendable in a lot of ways. Robert, Robert's power. He just messaged you went off. That's why he left the air. It wasn't because he was was mad at Jim or anything. So that's why he, he left. (laughs) Um, You know, the biggest, maybe the biggest surprise to me this year is the Jaguars, the Jacksonville Jaguars. And in a lot of, a lot of ways, they remind me of the Giants. You know, when they when they were going to the Super Bowl, they got the they got the good running game, they got a good defense, they got a manager at quarterback, basically a field manager. 
Is it possible, Jack, that the Jags can get hot here and make a run? Jaguars have already made a run. To me, they're favorites to win the division now. Yeah, all they, they have to do is stay. I mean, all they have to basically do is win the last. They have two games left. Win the last game of the season at home against Tennessee. If they right. go into that game one game behind Tennessee, they beat Tennessee. They got the tiebreaker. They win the division. I mean, and they've had and Tennessee's number. Tennessee, yeah, they've had their they division number. Tennessee is in major trouble. Even if they beat Houston today, they stay one game ahead of the Jags. They're in major trouble. I mean, and they've got a Tennessee plays Dallas on Thursday. I mean, yes. they've got to then beat Dallas and hope the Jags lose their following game to get a two-game lead before going into the last game of the season. Imagine Malik Willis going into Jacksonville and leading the Titans to a win over the Jags. That's possible, but I like to spot the Jags in. They really look like they're winning that division, and maybe they're a young team that's peaking and getting better and better. Maybe they'll fool us and do something substantial in the playoffs. I kind of feel they'll get into the playoffs. They'll get eliminated probably the first game, at least by the second game. But maybe they do go on a run. You know, that, what a season that would be for them uh, if they make the playoffs. I mean, you got to be happy if you're a Jagu Jaguar fan right now. So let's let's do this thing before – I was going to do it then the show, but let's do it now. Uh, Christmas gift for your team. I mean, if, if you were giving them a present – or they were giving you a present this year, either way, what would you give your team? I'll start it off. I want the Giants, my present to them would be cheerleaders, right? I mean, they're the only team in football that doesn't have cheerleaders right now, I think. Chicago Bears don't have them either. I think they or might the have Pittsburgh Steelers. I think the Bears they might don't have them. I asked. I asked. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they don't have them. So I would like I would like the Giants to have cheerleaders to 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 go out there and Lead the fans and cheers and, and do the halftime show like the Cowboys, but only better because, you know, they're the giant cheerleaders. And and that's what I would I would like to see uh, for the Giants. What would you like to see, Jack? And I know all the answer already. Go ahead. Can the present be opened up after this season? No. No. Oh. And I can have my, you know, main wish. Okay, go okay. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, but if it has to be right now, it would be – Muffle the fans' mouth. Silence the fans. At the, and, let, you know, let Zach Wilson play the last couple of games. Let's see what he can do. And uh, that, that would be it. I mean, give him a, a chance to develop. I mean, less negativity amongst the fans. That would be my wish. All right. All right. How about you, Pags? So, I mean, I, I mean, I have kind of a couple of gifts, you know, I feel like it's, uh, you know, my stocking stuffer, my stocking stuffer for this next game. Uh, I want, I want one play, one play where Micah Parsons, you know, gets, you know, gets leveled by one of the offensive linemen. Not that he gets hurt or anything like that. I don't want anybody getting hurt, but I want him to have to think about getting up for the next play where right. he's just got... You know, I just have to like just just help like get force himself back up to get ready for the next play. That's I want one play, one play of that. The other gift, yeah, that's my stocking yeah. stuff. My gift is I want the Saints to lose out 
division because I somehow think they're going to win the division and it's going to change our pick from like the number six pick to the 16th wow. pick of the draft. So I want the Saints to lose out so that we get the number five pick of the draft. Well, I felt for sure that you were going to say a Super Bowl, but what am I? Okay, Jim, what do you got? Um, to be more consistent in their run game, the Dallas Cowboys. That's my gift to them, to be more consistent on offense and defense running the ball. They need to be more consistent, stopping the run and playing there. Because there's not very many teams that get to the Super Bowl that can't run the ball and can't stop the run. Very true. Very true. I mean, you look at even Tampa Bay when they won the Super Bowl, everybody talked about Tom Brady. Tom Brady didn't win that game. That was the defense. Yeah, yeah. Tom Brady really had – he just had the minimal effect on the 10 Super Bowls he went to. He didn't – And we talking about the last time, Jack, in Tampa Bay. He was a well, – but, uh, but I'm also talking about – look at if you re-look, watch that game, first off, Mahomes probably should not have played. He still was suffering from a concussion, and they let that let, let that go. Not only that, though, he was throwing to guys, and he was hitting them in the helmets, and they weren't catching the ball. The two best players on that team, Tyreek Hill and and uh, uh, Kelsey, 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 both both had balls. It hit them in the head, and he didn't catch. That could have both been touchdowns. I mean, so yes. you want to talk about you want to talk about not everybody being on the same page that day. That was what was going on. That's well, they could have Noah Brown should have caught that pass in uh, <laughs> overtime. So it's just reality it's of it. The Super Bowl game, they lost to the Eagles. It wasn't because of Brady. He torched the Eagle defense. He set Super Bowl records. Right. right. But they so, lost. So, they so, lost. So, the, so the point the point being, you know, I said this before and people think I'm nuts. Tom Brady is the luckiest NFL in the history of the NFL player, in the history of the NFL. He gets drafted in the sixth round. He ends up on a team that's coached by the probably the greatest modern day coach in the history of football. He has a good defense. He has a good running game. He's in a system that's good for him. I mean, they, you know, they 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 were they were throwing the ball over all over the place. So so, so but you got to look at it this way: Would Tom Brady still be? Uh, so would Bill Belichick still be the best coach ever had he not had Tom Brady? To win those Super Bowls, that that's now now we're talking chicken or egg. Another way, how many great running backs did he have? I know he had Randy Moss for three years or so, but how many great? I didn't win. Did didn't win have? a Super Bowl with Randy Moss. Uh, right, right. But how many great running backs and receivers did he have? He didn't. It sounded like he exactly had all these great weapons. Right. That's what I'm getting at. So, like, without Tom, and they don't win that many Super Bowls, are we looking at Bill Belichick as still the best coach ever in the NFL? Well, listen, Bill Belichick would have won them Super Bowls without Tom Brady. I mean, if you look you don't at, know that for certain. Well, you don't know you that for certain. The, if you look at the quarterbacks he had and the teams he had, um, I forget they went 11, 11 and five. I forget who the quarterback was. They didn't make the playoffs, but they still went eleven and five. And, and, of course, uh, listen, Bill Belichick is one of the best modern-day coaches, and, and I don't care what quarterback he has, I used, uh, he would win uh, at least a couple Super Bowls uh, back. At least. Well, I, I mean, maybe, maybe. Again, think about – let's think about it. Let's go back even a little bit further. If the referees 
called it what it was, a fumble rather yeah. than uh, the tuck rule. Right. Would I mean, could that have changed the whole trajectory of everything? It would have. You know, you know, at the end of the day, you got to have the players. Look, Jim played for one of the greatest coaches in NFL history, Tom Landry. But by the time Jim got there, the personnel was very weak compared to what it was. At the end of the day, no matter how good a coach you are, if you don't have the personnel, you're not going to win. Yeah, I, Listen, I, I agree with that. But again, this is where coaching to me is the most important in, in, in football. It's more important than any other sport. The coach is the one that, that runs the team. He, he figures out strategies. He He's time management. Jack has a problem with, you know, uh, today's coach. There is, there is a problem. Well, let me ask you this question. Yeah, you guys were saying that, but let's look at the Jacksonville Jaguars. When they had Irvin Myers, who honestly was a, a great college coach, but he comes in the NFL and he gets exposed because of his, uh, basically his management style. You get Doug Peterson who comes in with a different management style, takes honestly the same team, and now they're fighting for the division title. It's a lot of management skills, and everybody has different management skills. You have the hardliners. You have guys that can get – Andy Reid is different, obviously, from Bill Belichick, as we all know. And they're there, coach at Buffalo. They're all different. You have to find what is your management style, and is it going to work with the personnel you have? And I was then okay. you're right, Jack. You got to have personnel. Yeah, you got, but you got to well, get it in the same direction. You played for different personalities. You played for Jimmy Johnson, a firm disciplinarian, and then you played for Barry Switzer, easygoing guy. But that was a style. You can't force yourself as a coach to be something you're not. That's what I'm saying. That's right. it. I, That's you know, exactly I think right. we all. I think we all agree with that. So. I mean, at the end of the year, they have the MVPs, right? They have the National Football, uh, the NFC, AFC, and I want I want you guys to give me your your who your picks would be at the end of the year. Uh, I know they do regular season and all that stuff. I want I don't know for the whole year. So mine uh, on on defense uh, in the NFC would be Nick Bosa. I think Nick Bosa is is one of the reasons why the San Francisco 49ers are winning and why they'll eventually win, uh, win the Super Bowl. He's a great defensive end. One of the best, maybe you say one of the best in history right now, if he keeps going the way he's going. So I would have Nick Bosa, uh, as the defensive, uh, NFC player of the year. I would have Hertz as the offensive player of the year. No doubt in my mind about that over in the AFC. I would have, uh, I would go with Patrick Mahomes with the offensive MVP, and on defense, I'm not I'm not too sure who I'd pick on defense. Uh, you know, I might go with uh, – I'm not sure. I'm not sure. i can be honest with you. Who do you got, Jack? I agree with you with Bose and Hurts. Uh, in the AFC, though, I'll throw you a little bit of a surprise. I go to me, and he's not going to win it. It's Justin Herbert, Okay. Because when the Chargers were floundering early in the year, it looked like there'd be no way they'd make the playoffs. He was the glue of that team. He kept them together. Now they're going to be making the playoffs. And, you know, in the uh, the defensive player, you know, nearly by default, and he's not going to win it. 
sometimes someone shows you their value when they're out in their absence. To me, it's T.J. Watt. Because when he was out, that whole defense fell apart. And when he came back, all of a sudden, they became a strong defensive unit again. I mean, that's what most valuable is. So he's the most va- single most valuable defensive player, you know, in the AFC. I mean, far and away to me. Uh, not ne- uh, well, this is an award who's the best player, but I would even argue for him being the best player. But with that said, do we sometimes underappreciate someone because they're expected to do something? The Chiefs are expected to win. So Patrick Mahomes has a great year. Do we discard him for someone else because they're expected to win? Same with Josh Allen. Yeah. What do you got, Jim? AFC, Mahomes, and the uh, for the Offensive Player of the Year, and defensively, Quinnen and Williams. Do you imagine right. what he just did? Williams is an interior guy, and he has 12 sacks. Good point. I, I just want to say something funny to Jim. Jim vouches for this. When I said Micah Parsons was the best player yeah. coming out of that draft, if I was going number two, imagine I was in the jet room and they were listening to me, and I'd be, in a way, begging them on my, to take Micah Parsons. Imagine he became a jet and you put him next to Williams there now. That would be mind-boggling. Yeah. But that's... When you watch Williams, I finally watched him on Saturday, uh, last Thursday, and that kid's got some talent. He's going to he be does, a, yeah. a force for a long time. But when he sat, when he sacked Trevor Lawrence, and he kind of whipped him, and Lawrence fumbled the ball, I thought <laughs> they were going to call a roughing the pass yeah. in this day and age, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I Pags, did. Pags, who do you got, Pags? I, I'm not. I gotta get my NFC guy. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I don't know. You're over here. You're talking about, you know, talking with Jack. Like, uh, you know, go ahead. Uh, well, the NFC is uh, what you guys said, Hurts and Bosa, because they, you know, uh, obviously uh, with uh, Hurts at, at the realm, Philadelphia has the best record. And then on defense is Bosa. Bosa, but nobody, hey, don't discount Fred Warner. Don't right. discount Fred Warner. Because he's right. playing really well too at a high level. He is. He is. Bags, who you got? So, I mean, to go on the AFC side, uh, I mean, I like, I think Mahomes is, is kind of like the hands down guy on that side. It's as much as I, I'd like to say how Tua was able to kind of jump in and you kind of saw exactly what would happen with the team when he wasn't there. And uh, even Joe Burrows, same situation. You got us to give a nod to Mahomes over there. Uh, I, I agree with you on the TJ Watt situation there. I think that he is uh, far and away one of the best defensive players uh, on that side uh, in the AFC. And you could tell the difference from when he was on the field and when he's not on the field. And that's kind of maybe he'll probably get the comeback player of the year because uh, he was hurt so so much and then came back and, and did everything that he did. Uh, on the offensive side, on the on the NFC side, I mean, I, I, I got to give the nod to Jalen Hurts. I think what he has done has been absolutely amazing. Uh, and everybody likes to say that, oh, that he would be – uh, this team would still be 13 and one, or maybe 12 and two, if he wasn't on the field. That's not the case. The way that the Eagles play these games are predicated on what he is able to do as quarterback. And now that with Minshew in there, you're not going to be able to see the same exact same way. 
that being said, I also have uh, on the defensive side of the bar, uh, ball, I mean, yeah, I, I'm, I'm right there with you on Bosa. I think Bosa is is great. Uh, it's a shame that uh, our, our safety, uh, uh, Chauncey Spencer, I think it's his last name, uh, Chauncey, uh, wound up getting that uh, lacerated kidney uh, a couple of games ago. He was on pace to hit like 10 interceptions in the season and he was one of those underrated under uh, you know un, under the radar guys that was just playing great uh and didn't get enough accolades because of it just he kept intercepting the ball and making tackles so uh, that being said uh i mean i guess you'd have to it, it would be between bosa and uh what's his face over with dallas is it Chauncey phillips pags i think yeah, that's it. That's right. uh, yeah, Spencer. I don't know where Spencer came from, but okay, yeah, Chauncey we're, we're Phillips. Gonna, we're gonna get to the picks because we're getting a little we're getting a little behind. I also think you could throw in Jones from KC, defensive <coughs> player uh, in the AFC. He's he, he's one of the best. Yeah, Chris Jones over there with yeah. the Chiefs. Yeah. So yeah, I like interior guys. Yeah. So let's let's get to our picks. We'll start with Saturday first. You got New Orleans versus Cleveland. Jack, what you got? Oh, wow. It's going to be so brutally cold in Cleveland. Uh, I can't see a lot of points being scored. New Orleans, everyone in that division, New Orleans, Atlanta, uh, they're one game behind, you know, uh, Carolina. They're one game behind Tampa Bay. I see New Orleans going into Cleveland and actually winning a low-scoring game. So Jack's got New Orleans uh, at Cleveland. Who do you got, Jim? I have uh, Cleveland. I think uh, New Orleans is going to get a shock running to that weather. And I think what you just said, Jack, is right. It's going to be brutally cold. And New Orleans and Cleveland's running game is better than, um, obviously, New Orleans. And I think that's yeah. going to be a big advantage. Nick Chubb's better than Alvin Kamara? Yep. Yes. Yep. Okay. Okay. Pax, who are you looking at? You got Saints going into Cleveland. Cleveland wins this game, uh, thirteen to three. If they even score a field goal, it might. It, this might be one of those things where it's like six nothing. Uh, like I think, I think of the the Eagles Cowboys game in twenty seventeen, the last game of the season when it was like one degree and nobody wanted to play, and it was the, the score ended up six nothing. I think this is very similar, and I think that the Browns win the game. I'm with you. I think the Browns are going to win that. Two Chubbs, the Shotson. I think uh, Cleveland's just a more talented team. Kamara fumbles uh, the ball the twice this game. Kamara fumbles the ball twice. Okay. All right. Bengals are going into New England. Cincinnati, of course, with Joe Burrows uh, and uh, and Chase. And they, of course, got one of the best running backs in the league. Uh, they're going into New England. Uh, what, do you, what do you think, Jim? I'm going to go with the Bengals. I think they'll beat New England. I think New England will always – in New England, they're going to give you a battle. But I just think Cincinnati is on a different level now. Bags, who you got? Yeah, I, I can't bet against Joe Burrows here. That's that's really where I, I kind of feel this. This is going to be one of those really ugly, ugly games. I don't see. Uh, again, it's going to be who turns the ball over least amount. And uh, I like that uh, – you know, I think the Patriots are just too young of a team, and they're going to be the one that loses that turnover battle. 
Yeah, I'm going with the, the Bengals too. Jack, who you like? Yeah, Bengals a little too much firepower. I'm not sure what the weather is going to be in New England. New England desperately needs to Let win. Let me pull. It. It's going to be Live. very, very too much firepower. Very, very. Actually, cold. it says it's supposed to be 48 degrees. Oh, that's that beautiful. can't be right. Not that here. can't be right, Not right? Not here. Not here, Cat Bags. Not in New England. Like, it's like that's. It's I'm. Like, I'm serious. This is what I'm reading. That no, it's going it to be can. It's a high degrees. in 19 in New York, which isn't that far. Yeah, right? it's about it's about nine degrees here. So that's that's yeah. not it. I can't be. Uh, I will. I will confirm that. Let me okay. confirm it. That's right. today. But, a Cincinnati will beat them regardless of the weather. Okay, that? so the Bills go into Chicago. Um, you know the the Bills. Uh, pretty uh, did they wrap up their uh, division their division yet, or are they still? I don't think so. Okay, so you got the Bills still fighting for division against Chicago in Chicago uh, with Justin Fields. I think is playing. Uh, what do you what are you looking at, Pags, for uh, the Bills at Chicago? I I think the Bills are probably the most suited to be able to play in those types of conditions. Uh, I I think that you're going to see Chicago uh, keep it somewhat close. You know, when I say somewhat close, it's going to be probably very similar to the Eagles game, but they Chicago finds ways to lose, and that's what happens. You agree with that, uh, 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 Jim? I think Buffalo, uh, they're going to have to run the ball. They're going to have to use Cook's brother. And um, the um, the top running back because of just what everybody's saying. This weather is no joke in Chicago, and that Soldiers Field, the turf is awful. So yeah, I think that's going to come down. And then the the advantage they have is Fields is a running quarterback. We all know, but he's not going to be that much of a threat throwing the ball. So they're going right. to have to go Fields. How about you, Jack? They've got three. At Singletary, Cook, and Josh Allen. Right. Okay. right. Josh Allen, the best runner. Uh, Buffalo's just flat out better. The conditions are going to be brutal in Chicago, from what I hear. But they're used to it in Buffalo. If any road team can adjust to the conditions, it would be the Buffalo. But you also got to remember, <laughs> Buffalo really doesn't practice outside. They practice in that bubble they have. And everybody says that, but they still got to go through. But don't they set up conditions sometimes, Jim, you know better than myself, for brutally cold weather to try to adjust somewhat? Some guys just don't like the cold, just to be honest. And some yeah. guys don't like the heat. They play better in situations. Yeah, I mean, the, the real feel high in Chicago is going to be negative 8 degrees. It's going to wow. be at 20 20 yeah. mile per hour wind with 33 yes. mile per hour gusts. So you guys will forget the passing. <laughs> yeah, the passing ain't going to be there. That, I mean, very, very. Well, very plus, good. you know, yeah, I was I was watching some of the um, field goal, field goal, the, uh, a problem. The podcast of uh, the Kelsey brothers and how how Jason Kelsey was talking about the ball and how the ball freezes and it gets hard. Yeah, you know, it's just it's it's a whole different ball when when you are playing in those types of conditions it's like holding an ice cube yeah uh, we just had a confirmation 20 degrees uh in new england yeah and 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 that's not counting the wind chill so uh 20 degrees in new england. um we got of course my giants going against the vikings in minnesota 
I just like I like the Giants defense here. I think Kurt Cousins is going to be sacked a bunch of times. I think he's going to fumble the football. I think Saquon Barkley is going to is going to run. Jones is going to play action and pass him and uh, and and pass on uh, the Vikings. I like the Giants to win in a close one, uh, guys. Maybe uh, you know seventeen to fourteen. What do you think, Jim? I'm going opposite. I think Minnesota got a wake up call last week. Obviously, and they do struggle against the NFC East, but I think Minnesota's going to win in, in a tight one. Yeah, remember, um, Cousins and Jefferson are playing at a historic level, and that's scary for them. I don't think they're they're going to win a Super Bowl, or it's, they're going to struggle in the playoffs, but they'll beat the Giants by uh, three points. Isn't isn't Minnesota an is is it an outside or is it inside now? Inside. What do you think, Jack? I'm going to tell you, when the team wages a historic comeback, there's no way of telling how they react the following week. Maybe they have a letdown because they came from so far back. And, uh, you know, my heart says the Giants are going to win this game, but my head says you have to go with the Vikings, that they, at the end of the day, they are a little bit better team. Okay, okay. And who do you got, uh, Pags? I know you want the Giants to lose this one. Yeah, I, I mean, besides what I want, I mean, it's you got to still be real. I still think Minnesota has got too much. Uh, I mean, you saw how the Giants got torched uh, with the receiving game, and then that led to the running game. Uh, I think that that's going to continue here. You're going to wind up seeing the the Vikings and Jefferson really crush them. But, but look at Thielen to actually get two touchdowns today as well. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, Detroit's going in to play Carolina. Um, Detroit, I got Carolina down here. I, I think I'm going to stick with them. I like Carolina's running game. Uh, you know, um, I, I like uh, I like their defense. The Lions have a lot of, a lot of energy right now. All right, I'm going to do it. I'm changing. To the Lions, guys. I'm taking the Lions going into Carolina. He's a fish. He's flopping around. <laughs> yeah, I am. I, I like Miami, I guess. Uh, Jack, who do, you, who do you got? Yeah, I got to like the Lions. If we started the season five weeks ago, we'd be talking about the Lions maybe being one of the best teams in the NFL, ironically. They finally got it together. They're on a roll. I mean, I don't. Going at, playing at Carolina is not that big an advantage, disadvantage if you're a road team. And going against Sam Donald there, it's uh, the, the Lions on the roll. I think they continue it at least one more week. Jimmy, with the Lions too? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Lions. And I think we talked about comeback player of the year. You got to get Jared Goff in there because he's playing really well. And, and they do have some weapons and they're playing better defense. So I'm going to go with the Lions. Tagged you on board? No. No, I, I'm going with Carolina here. I think that, you know, it, it's it's one thing when you're at home and you're a favorite against a team that you probably shouldn't beat when they were a favorite against the Vikings. However, when you go on the road and you're a favorite, uh, it's a little bit different. And I think that although Detroit's playing some good ball, Carolina still has an outside chance of trying to win this division there, and they're going to be giving it its all. And I think that Detroit finds a way to lose this game. I just, I just, I don't trust them being a favorite on the road yet. Okay. Weren't they a favorite against the Jets? 
Yeah, West they were East. actually. Yeah, well, that were was they a pick'em? Weren't they a pick'em? Because I would have said if it was a pick'em that I would have, I, I, you know, I, I'd go the other way. But I, like I said, because they're favored here, and it's only a two and a half point favorite, which makes me believe that it's, you know, that that's still a Carolina line, you know, and I think that in a low scoring game here. Carolina beats them. If if it becomes high scoring, if they go over the 43 and a half, it's it's Detroit. But if it's an under, then you got Carolina winning that game. All right. Seahawks going into Kansas City. Uh Kansas City to me is just a lot better than the Seahawks. Uh so I'm gonna go with them. Uh what do you think, Jack? Yeah. I, I think, you know, Seattle's been a pleasant surprise. Even if they don't win another game this year, they've rebooted. They were supposed to rebuild. They drafted really well. Uh, I mean, Kansas City, I don't want to overanalyze things. Kansas City's just the better team, and especially playing at home. And I know Seattle's playing for their playoff lives, but the Chiefs have an eye on home field advantage. Uh you just have to go with the better team in this instance and not overanalyze things too much. Geno Smith going into Kansas City, he's not going to win the game for them. Right. So, Dag, yeah, Kansas City. Dag, you agree? Yeah, you got to go with Kansas City. I just, I, I don't see, I don't see Seattle being able to, to withstand not only the weather, but that team. Jim, you went on board with the Chiefs too? I'm going with the Chiefs, but I, Remember the Chiefs struggled against the Texans, and they yeah, I beat think them. that they were looking past them. I yeah. think they were really looking. Well, past I, them. What were they looking past the Seattle? The Cowboys struggled with the Texans. I know that's what I'm saying. I'm saying a lot of teams are struggling with the Texans, but I'm going to go with the Chiefs. But I don't think it's going to be easy. I think yeah. Seattle is just going to keep it interesting. Well, since we all picked the Chiefs, you you know Seattle's winning, right? Just to let you know. That's <laughs> Houston goes into Tennessee. Tennessee uh, loses their quarterback for the year. Tannehill is out. Uh, Wilson's starting, or Williams? Wilson, I think, is starting. No, it's Willis. It, it is Willis. 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 What, what you talking Willis. about, Willis? Uh, Texans, yeah. <laughs> Texans, Texans are going in. Houston, as you said, tough team. Uh, you know, they may be ready to play the Titans more than the Titans are ready. Uh, guess what, guys? I'm going to do it. I talked myself out of it again. I'm going to take the, the Texans to go into to Tennessee and win that game. What do you think, Jeff? Yeah, last week, I mean, the Titans lost a close game to the Chargers, and people might think they're in a free fall. But if you consider how well the Chargers have been playing as of late, I don't consider that a bad loss. And I don't consider this game that important, believe it or not. The Titans have a one-game lead over the Jaguars. But it's going to come down to the last game of the season between the Titans going into Jacksonville. That's going to decide that division. Even if they lose this game, they win this game. It's just not as important as people think. Uh, I'm going to go with the Titans with that said at home. It's brutal weather over there. They're going to run the ball a lot. So I think it's going to come down to the running games of both teams. You know, the offensive lines, the, you know. The front, you know, fours, uh, 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 whatever, whatever. <laughs> okay. I'm lost for words. <laughs> but the defenses are going to be stacked up, and I put my trust in Derek Henry. Uh, that was the best analyst we had. All now, yeah, that was bad analysis. 
Mike, I mean, it shows how little I know about defenses. I mean, okay. I'm the first to well, speaking of knowing defense, Jim, who do you got? You got uh, the Texans or – I'm going to go with Tennessee too. I think everybody's looking at Houston. In the last couple of weeks they've been playing well. But the question I ask, if there's power outages in Tennessee, in Nashville, where Robert's at, how are they going to play this game? Can they keep the lights on long enough? I don't know. I don't know. Generators, Jim, generators. I That's guess so. Yeah. Pags, who you got? I actually believe so. The Texans could win this game and still not lose the first pick in the draft. And I think that they're going to play spoiler. I think that they are prime. They they've they've played uh, the last few games pretty well against better better opponents, and they've come up a little short. Uh, I I don't know that Tennessee is a better opponent. And when it comes to your division, I think they said some more example. If you guys can beat the team, you know, if you could play spoiler on Christmas, that's 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 something to be proud of. You can pat yourselves on the back for and build on for next year. I think that it's going to be a close one. Uh, again, low scoring, but I think the Texans come out ahead. Yes. All right, Pags is with me. Uh, no, no uh, pickles today. That that the power yeah. must be out where he's at. You know the power's probably be, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Falcons are playing at the Ravens. I don't see why the Falcons could would beat the Ravens. I think the Ravens are again just a better overall team. Uh, what do you think, Jack? Desmond Ritter, Falcon quarterback. Yeah, I mean. Listen, they might seem dead in the water, but they're only one game out of first place. They actually have a shot at the playoffs. Uh, the Ravens are so desperate. They re-signed Sammy Watkins. Yeah, I saw they that. got rid of him last year. He went to the Packers, and they got him back, and he didn't do anything with Green Bay. Very low-scoring game. You know, Tyler Huntley, at least he knows how to run that offense. Ravens win a low-scoring game. Okay. Yep. And what do you got, uh, Pax? Corderell Patterson. He's the one that wins this game for the Falcons. Forget the quarterbacks. Forget the running backs. Forget everybody. Corderell Patterson is the guy who wins this game for the Falcons. Uh, just because literally I think that everybody else is not good on either one of these teams. Once you get Lamar Jackson out of the mix, they just do not have any weapons whatsoever. And that's, yeah. you know, it's like, I forget the fact who's quarterbacking the Falcons. Like I said, it's going to be Corderell Patterson wins this game. He's the one that scores two touchdowns today. And ultimately, they win that game 14-3 to or 14 nothing. Okay. And I think it's Riddle. I think the rookie's starting for uh... – Ritter against Huntley. Ritter against Huntley. They have a yeah. combined 500 yards of passing. Well, there you go. Between them. What do you what do you, what do you think, Jim? Falcons at three. I'm going with the Falcons on this one. Wow. I'm going to go on there. And the reason is, is I think Baltimore's in a difficult situation. They lost uh Duvernay to a broken foot in practice. They brought in Sammy Watkins. Their number one receiver is Mark Andrews, a tight end. And I just think um, they got J.K. Dobbins back, but is he going to make that <laughs> the effect? I don't I don't think he's going to affect the game as much as people think. So okay. I'm going to go with uh, the Falcons. All right. Uh, we got the commanders with Chase Young going into San Francisco. I, I think the defenses are pretty close. 
I, I think I give the 49ers maybe advantage in the defensive backfield. Uh, the running game, I might give to the 49ers too. I'm going to go with the 49ers, and this, guys, will probably be the most defensive game you see all year. So I'm going to go with the, the uh, San Francisco 49ers. What do you think, uh, Jim? What do you think? I'm going to go with the 49ers. I think Henneke is he's being exposed. He's just uh, he's just a caretaker, and now teams are exposing him. They got enough of him on uh, video, and they're looking at him, and I just think the 49ers are going to win this game, and, and it is in San Francisco, so yeah. it's to their advantage. Jack, what do you got? Maybe Jim's best analysis in a long time. I mean, kudos to you, Jim. No wonder Thibodeau could have a big game. Tyler Henneke, he's a major part of the reason. Of course, he could feast off a guy like that. Before this game is over, Ron Rivera is going to bring in Carson Wentz to give them a spark. And wouldn't that be big news if they won? Mac Washington doesn't have an elite defense. I know Chase Young is coming back. Great player when he's healthy. Yeah. But how much can he do? Jim could testify a pass rusher coming off a major injury. is not going to be the same the first game. Part of it's going to be mental. He's going to hold back. He's going to be satisfied just withholding his own for the first game, just being back, being healthy, and doing an adequate job. I mean, the 49ers are a better team. They're going to win yeah. this game comfortably. Bags, what do you got? I mean, you said the uh, NFC East will have all their teams in there. This may hurt uh, Washington's chances. What do you got? I kind of agree exactly what Jack said. Uh, I'm actually agreeing with Jack. I believe that <laughs> Heineke will get pulled from this game, that Carson Wentz is going to get thrown back in there, and all of a sudden he's going to be like Carson Wentz of old for at least half. And I think that – uh, the defensive line for Washington is going to put pressure on Brock Purdy, and it's going to create a blueprint on how you beat the 49ers when it comes to their rookie quarterback. And I think that, that all of that's going to happen today. I, it's going to be a low-scoring game, which is why I think that Wentz is going to be able to come back to win this game. It's going to be like a 17-13, uh, uh, 17-14 game. Uh, in total, and I think that Carson Wentz is going to lead the charge and be the one that actually gets the winning drive. Okay, we got the, the game of the week, Eagles Eagles at the Cowboys, guys. Uh, it's in Dallas. The Eagles are starting Minshew. Uh, you know, Dak Hurst has had his problems of the late. Uh, sorry, Jim, but I'm going to go with the Eagles in a close one. I think that they'll uh, they'll run the ball. Dallas has a hard time stopping the run, so I'm going to go with the Eagles in a very very exciting game, and maybe they win like 31 to 30 or something like that. What do you think, Jim? Well, all week here in Dallas, um, they've been questioning the defense. I questioned them early, but Dan Quinn has a way of getting these guys going. Dan Quinn does a nice job. Of getting these guys going and he's he's on them now he's not sitting back there telling them hey everything's going to be okay he said you better get your butts rolling and i think that's going to help them offensively i think they'll do just enough uh well more than just enough this is going to be a little bit higher scoring than people think it's going to be in the 30s yeah. and um, i think that the cowboys will come out on top okay 
Surprise, surprise. What do you got, uh, Pags? And I bet it's the Eagles. <laughs> so I, I, no, I, I to, to be honest with you, I don't think it's going to be a shootout. I think it's going to be a lot lower scoring game. And it, if it's a lower scoring game, if we don't, I, the the points to to win need to get over twenty five points. Whoever gets over twenty five points is going to win this game. If it, neither team gets over twenty five points, Dallas wins this game. Uh, I think that the Eagles are going to need to score points. I don't know that they're going to be able to. Uh, as much as I love to get into this Minshew mania stuff, and I know that it's the Dallas Cowboys and everything, I don't think I don't trust Gardner Minshew. Uh, 100%. And uh, because of that, because of that, I kind of believe that they're going to lose a real tight one. However, wow. if, they, if they score, if they go over that 25 wow. point, if it's a 31 30 game, or if it gets scored in the 30s, the Eagles win this game. There's no, you know, in a shootout, the Eagles win. But in a close game, lower scoring game, I think the Eagles lose. Wow. Tags. Wow, him and Frank Letterzo are agreeing on one thing here, that Philadelphia is not going to win this game. What do you think, Jack? When we have our next show, I'm not going to even be talking to you unless you give me a formal apology. <laughs> Shame on you, Pax. The Eagles are going to go into Dallas and hand out a butt whipping to the Cowboys. Wow. By the time wow. the fourth quarter... Now I know we're going to win. Yes. Jeff, Jeff Coates going to be at the game, but if he was watching at home, he was going to shut the TV off and do something else. Before I love it. I love it, Jack. Before the game is over. you just now, mad because the Jets can't... And I tell you what, I'll tell you what, but I'm more than happy to give you that apology. I'll be more than happy they to give you that apology. A formal a apology. I'll write a letter. Eagle, this is personal to the Eagles, this game. This is yeah. personal. And is they're not going to miss a beat with the yeah. show for this one game. I do. Yeah. I have a fear. A fear of this game is I don't think anybody in the Cowboys can cover Brown. I do not think oh. they can. They are not going to be able to gonna switch his pick, too. No, I'm with the Cowboys, but I do have that concern. I do have a concern about Brown. That would be awesome. Jim picks the Eagles and, and, no, and Pax no. and the Cowboys. That would be awesome. It is not going to be close. Oh, the Cowboys might get a late touchdown to make it look a little close. Yeah, we got to get moved. Okay, uh, guys, we got Jack. We, we got to get we, we, Jack, 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 Jack. Okay. We've got to get moving. We got a lot of games to cover in a short time. We got two more okay. games. What are we talking about? We're gonna do some. <laughs> we're gonna do Sundays too, Pags. All right. Oh, that's right. Raiders. Raiders against the Steelers. I'm taking the Raiders. Who do you got, Jack? Uh, I'll take the Raiders. Uh, close game, twenty to sixteen. Who do you got, uh, Jim? I got Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh is gonna win in Pittsburgh this time. Okay. And this and is Pat? the Franco Harris game. Yeah, All right. I think Pat, Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh too. Green Bay against the Dolphins in Miami. Oh, Jack, who you got? Yeah, I'm gonna be at that game. Actually, I like Miami big time in that game. Okay. I hate they're on a roll, and they've lost their last two. Miami's ready for a breakout comeback game. They two is gonna light it up with his receivers. Well, I'm just upset with you that you didn't hook me up with tickets too, Jack, but I'm with you. Uh, I, I paid for my tickets. Let me hook you up. Oh, no, whatever. I mean, free tickets like I Jeff Post. I got to pay for mine. Jim, who you got, Jim? I got Miami. I think Miami will okay. win. Bags? Same. Miami. All right. So everybody's on the Miami uh, bandwagon now. 
Facts. We got uh, the Broncos going uh, in L.A. to play the Rams. Nobody really cares at all. This is probably the worst game on this, uh, of the season that they're playing. Uh, I got to pick somebody, so I'm going with the Rams. Who do you got, Dak? Yeah, you said it for me. Get this game off the schedule. I mean, yeah. uh, I'll go with Denver in 17-16. Who cares? <laughs> okay, Jim. Who do you got? Russell Wilson will be back. I'm going with Denver. Okay. That's and, a reason not to go with Denver. And uh, Pags, who do you got? Baker Mayfield beats Russell Wilson. Okay. There you go. The Bucks go to Arizona, even though I hate picking Arizona to win anything. Uh, I like I, – I'm going to go with the Cardinals uh, just because Tampa Bay sucks. What do you think, uh, Jack? It's a totally stupid pick, but I'm going to go with Arizona because my theory is this. When players were young, they played for love of the game. Okay. They go out, they just play. They love football, and maybe certain games you're out of it, you show up, and you just love playing football. And Arizona let it rip. There no Kyler Murray, who – you know, no Colt McCoy, who the heck's quarterbacking for them. But I have a feeling Tampa Bay is so erratic that Arizona is going to beat them at Arizona. Yeah, number six is their quarterback. I'm not sure of his name. Trace McSorley. McSorley. Yeah, he runs. He's a great runner. He's a good running a runner. He should probably be playing running back or wide receiver. But uh, he's a quarterback right now. Jim, who do you like? You got, uh, Tampa. I'm going with Tampa Bay. I think okay. Arizona, is, they got a lot of issues. And this is kind of, you know, um, what Chris uh, Kingsbury does. You know, he and he didn't even start off hot this year. He struggled. Right. And I just think uh, Arizona's going to uh, lose this game to Tampa Bay. Pags, who are you, who are you liking in this game? Yeah, I, I got to go with Tampa. I just I can't see the Cardinals winning any game anymore this year. Okay. And if, if you didn't think that was enough football, we still got a Monday night game. Chargers are going into uh, into Indianapolis. Uh, look, the Chargers have a shot to make the uh, the playoffs as a wild card. I think they're going to raise a little cane in the playoffs. Um, the Colts, I mean, they're, they're all done. They're just done, guys. So I'm going to take the Chargers. Who do you got, Pags? Yeah, I you know, the fact that this is a day after Christmas, uh, I kind of got the Colts here. You know, I think okay. that uh, – when you when you are when you're stuck at, in a different city for the holiday, it, it affects you in a different way, and you, you sort of get like the homesick. You're missing your family. You got to have them there with you, and it becomes it becomes a whole different set of problems that you run into. I think that that actually plays a part here, and that the Colts win. Bags with the homesickness pick. What do you got, uh, Jack? Yes, uh, Colts are cooked. I mean, when you blow a lead the way it did last week, Jeff Saturday is going to be gone at the end of the year as the head coach. I, I mean, Chargers, Chargers have so much more to play for, and they're playing so much better at this point. Yeah. I don't think he's gone, though, Jack. Matt think, Ryan I... got benched again, you know, so he's out. Who's going to call it? Sam Ellinger for them? I mean, yeah. I know. I think it's um, Nick Foles. Nick Foles, yeah. Nick right. Foles. Uh, Nick Foles is, you know, BDN. Basically, no. yeah. I don't think Saturday. I don't think Saturday's going anywhere. Ursay would have to admit he's wrong, and I don't think he likes to do that. Uh, Jim, who do you got? I'm gonna uh, go Chargers? with. Uh, in there, I'm gonna go with the Chargers. Um, 
I think the Chargers are just a better team, and I think Jeff Saturday was honestly in and over his head. Okay. All right. So, folks, thank you for tuning in today. We had a lot of comments, a lot of views today on our Saturday Big Football Show. Uh, we'll be back on Thursday. Uh, Pags, of course, is on all the time. Uh, Monday, Jack and uh, Frank will be on. Uh, Glove Fist. Well, I have someone that's sub, uh, Frank is going to have another co host. I'm going to be off. Right, right. I think Russell. Because he's soft. Will... Frank is soft. I think Russell Pulse <laughs> will be behind the show with him. Uh, Wednesday, Wednesday, of course, JMB talking, uh, talking shop. Uh, Jim and Byron do a heck of a job over there. So tune in Wednesday to watch them. Again, folks, Merry Christmas. We're glad th that you joined us. And of course, Go Giants! Go Merry Birds! Christmas. Merry Christmas! Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. That's the, so yeah. frightening. There <laughs> <laughs> you go. Ah, uh, Pags, you never look better, folks. <laughs> we'll see. All you. right, we'll guys. See Merry you, Christmas. Uh, see you soon. Yes, and as I always say, I hope your team wins. Have a good one, guys. All right.